0: Welcome to The Idea Space, a podcast devoted to sharing strategies and tools to help you make your dream life possible. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, a teacher turned entrepreneur. It's my mission to help women grow their businesses and get what they want without feeling guilty, overwhelmed, or confused. If you're tired of your ideas spinning around your mind and you really want something more for yourself, you're in the right place learn how to create the space to make your ideas a reality. I promise if I can do this, anyone can. Let's go. Hi everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I love to honor my clients who have done the hard work of bringing their idea to life and growing their business, and that's why I've invited Allison Matora on today. She is a woman who has gone from industry to entrepreneurship and has had a lot of struggles along the way, and so I want her to speak to you specifically about how she garnered the courage to move move through some hard things and design a life that she was really excited about. While being seen in a way that she had never been able to be seen before. So I wanted to thank Allison for being here and I'm going to ask her some questions about how she did this. So thanks Alison. glad you're here. Hi, Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, let's get started by talking about your business, which is Ginger Tea Yoga Company. You are a yoga teacher. I know you're more than that, mm-hmm. but that's what we're talking about today is your yoga company. So mm-hmm. talk to us about the dream that you wanted to bring to life. I yoga
1: saved me like multiple times in the past, in the present, it'll be in the future. And I knew quickly on the more and more I did yoga, the more and more I wanted to share it with everybody. Like I constantly talk about the yoga is the secret sauce of life, whether you're a lawyer or a teacher or a student, whether you come, whatever you do, yoga, like is the, the special seasoning that you sprinkle on top Mm -hmm. to make everything come alive. So I knew very early on that I wanted to share it with people and I actually started, even before I went through teacher training, started to do class for coworkers or for high school students and color guard. Like I constantly was looking for opportunities that I could just share this, like this, this hidden thing that I felt like everybody needed to know about. And so quickly I realized that I wanted to do more and to do more.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you, when I met you, you were very adamant that you did not want to own a yoga studio. You had gone through your teacher yes. training, but that was like a, you knew, we talk about anti-goals in our training together, Like, yeah. but you knew your anti-goal was, to I do not want to own no. a yoga studio. No.
1: I did not want a bricks and mortar. One, there are far too many amazing yoga studios in our community Mm -hmm. that I didn't I didn't feel like I had anything to add to the community when it came in terms to having a space Mm -hmm. but I saw an intense need to be able to go to wherever people were Mm -hmm. to offer yoga services so that whether that was in schools whether that was in businesses whether it was at homes Mm -hmm. or special events outside like any any venue that needed a little special sauce Mm -hmm. sprinkled over the top, that's what I saw the need for. And that's where I really decided
0: that that was my niche. Yeah. And you very quickly knew you wanted to bring yoga to people. And you came from a background that wasn't necessarily entrepreneurial, but you have a very strong Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial drive. When I met you, you knew what you wanted, you knew what you didn't want, and you were ready to go. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I credit... I always said, I
1: got that from my dad. My dad had always had a side gig. He had his own refrigeration and air conditioning repair business. So he always was helping people and he didn't necessarily, well, I mean, he did it for money. Let's all admit it. You do a side gig for money, but he wanted to be able to share his skill with other people wherever they needed it. So I grew up seeing that and I, I was convinced I didn't know how to make money. Even though I have a background in fundraising, I worked as <laughs> it's so uh, ironic. Worked in a development department for years, but I never thought I knew anything about money. But I knew about relationship building, and I knew about talking to people, and I knew about connecting what you need to what I can give
0: you. Mm, bringing your expertise, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that you say your father wanted to make money, but he wanted to help people. And it's the same for you. Like you want to make money, but you mostly want to help people. And I think that most of the entrepreneurs I work with, we all want to make money. We all want to make more money. We all want freedom. But at the soul of it is we want to help people.
1: Right. And we want to be valued for the help that we give. Yes. We have an expertise. Yeah. Yeah. That I have a skill, just like when I go to my, hairstylist or when I go to my doctor, they have a skill that can help me to be better. And so I see my services as I can help you to get more out of the life that you're living.
0: I think that the fact that you have that mindset is what helped you go so fast, so quickly, so fast, because A lot of people, especially at the beginning where you were, you were just starting, they'll spin around in that, oh, this feels yucky thing for a long time. So Mm -hmm. once you established your foundations, you knew what you wanted to do, the the next part was putting yourself out there. And this month I'm talking Mm -hmm. all about being seen as an entrepreneur and putting it out there. And I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. did you have any mental struggles or limiting beliefs around What it would be like to shift out of your job and become this entrepreneur and put your content out there for people to see. So,
1: so many questions. I mean, so many answers. I just want to meet the one person who doesn't doubt themselves. Me too. (laughs) I just want to, doubt, and like, I want to take their blood sample and find out like what they have that the whole other world doesn't have. But yeah, so I had, I didn't think I could, I didn't think I could do it full time. Mm -hmm. I I worried that I wouldn't be enough, that I wouldn't have enough for my family. I wouldn't make enough money for my family. I couldn't work enough to make money. You mean
0: like there wasn't enough time in the day?
1: Yeah, there wasn't enough time that I couldn't make the dollars. I didn't value yoga enough to think that I could actually make enough income to justify calling myself a full-time yoga teacher. You know, if I wasn't working eight hours a day, you talk about this a lot. If I wasn't working eight hours a day, I wasn't working. I I couldn't be called a full-time anything if I wasn't working eight hours a day. So there was that limiting belief. I also had, you know, the imposter syndrome of who am I to be teaching people yoga? Like there are, amazing, amazing teachers who have been teaching 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years in this community. How dare I say that I could bring you peace and calm? Like, how dare I say I was the person who should come into your home and teach you how to do yoga? Who was I? I I was a little tiny fledgling Mm -hmm. yogi who loved to do yoga, and so I was fearful of people looking at my posts and saying, no, she spelled that pose wrong, or you would never do that pose in a sequence, or that's not the right way to explain that yogic philosophy, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: then I just started doing it and seeing what resonated in people, and for me, the most valuable part of the pre-development was doing market research interviews, Oh my God, are you singing just, my song? Yes, yes. Like I, I I drank the Jen Liddy Kool Aid <laughs> because I thought, what do I? What can I tell people? What do they need? And then I started talking to people. My market is women in their middle age, whatever that is defined for them. So they've already done the family or they've already done the career, but they want more out of it, or they're in transition stage, so they know. Who they are or maybe who they want to be. Mm-hmm. So I talked to those people and not people that did yoga, not anybody who cared about yoga, but the questions that I asked them was, you know, what are you looking for that you don't have? What do you, how do you like to move your body? Like, what do you, what's your mind like? Mm-hmm. So that I understood that we are all fighting the same, there's not enough time in the day we're all self-conscious about our bodies. We all, you know, want to eat better. We all want to be there for our kids. You know, blah, blah, blah. like I, I feel like the, the conversation is very much the same. The priorities may shift, but the conversation was very similar that people want to be more mindful. I mean, that is to me why mindfulness and yoga have become popular is because it teaches these valuable skills. So that market research was what populate, and I made like a little spreadsheet. And so, of course, you Right, of course you did. So, I right, had the body image, and time, and kids, and family, and date nights, and you know. So, I used that for the first month or so. Every time I did a social media post, mm-hmm. I went there, and I went, okay, I want to talk directly to Joanna. What is Joanne? What's on Joanna's mind? And so when I was creating a social media post, I could talk just directly to her. This makes me so, so that,
0: happy. Yeah.
1: I am a convert. I mean, I would buy your book. <laughs> I, I listened to your podcast before I even met you. And when I met you, I felt like I was meeting like a superstar. <laughs> like, goodbye, Brene. <laughs> like, hello. I love you. Oh, yeah, Libby, like, you, you spoke the language that I needed to hear to make it digestible in these little tiny chunks of what I needed to do to become an entrepreneur. Yeah.
0: And so it wasn't love, a
1: course that I had to take. Like, I just had to listen to the people around me.
0: You did it, though. And a lot of people resist doing that work with the target market interviews. And then you just got so mm-hmm. much, I call it, it's just basically marketing gold. Because people gold, tell yep. you what yes. they want to hear and i love that you took yes. this you know there's this avatar exercise that a lot of the gurus will teach you to do it's like mm-hmm. what does your avatar watch on tv what what magazine is she reading where does she spend her time mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't give a shit about where what mm-hmm. i want to know what the people i want to talk to are suffering with what do yeah. they yeah, yeah, want yeah. and when you talk to people they will tell you and then you just feed them back what they need mm-hmm. what they told you they needed to hear
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah. People don't find enough peace or calm in their life. And that's what I picked up on. And that's yes. what I targeted all because that's what I want. Yeah. You know, I am your you know, own I'm target. Market. Of, yeah. I am my own target. Like when I'm talking, I am the person that I want to reach who's busy in their mind and who's busy with their body and who wants to feel more present in each moment. So what do I have to do? I, I can't buy a pill. And there's no machine that's going to do it for me. And no matter what degree or, um, you know, people in my life, that comes from a practice of sprinkling special sauce.
0: You know, the other thing that comes to my mind is maybe your ideal client, the person you love working with, has already tried the pills and they haven't Mm -hmm. been enough. Or they've already tried the machine or they've already beaten the Mm -hmm. shit out of their body and none of it has been Yes. Enough, or they've been seeking stuff outside of themselves, maybe overspending, over shopping, over drinking, over consuming, okay. and they have found that they cannot find it outside of themselves anymore. And now yes. it's time to turn yes. inward. So, your ideal client, like once you really deeply understand your ideal client's pain point, which is what I always teach mm-hmm. my students, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Now I can speak your language. Like I'm saying to you, this word, uh, these words, and obviously people can't see us because we're on a podcast, but you're nodding. Mm -hmm. You're saying yes, yes, yes. Yes. And that's, I think why you, it was so much easier for you than it is for some of my other clients, because you talked to your people, heard what they wanted, and then literally gave them Mm -hmm. what they wanted.
1: It's not not rocket
0: science, right? Like, I'll tell you what I want. And then if you give me what I want, I'm going to hire you.
1: Well and I also have a six year old and I know that you have to say things about thirteen to fourteen times. <laughs> thirteen to fourteen before your voice times. is heard. <laughs> right. So I everybody has the frustration that I feel like you you put all this work into creating business and you put it out there and that you want people to immediately drink the Kool-Aid or start, you know, nibbling. And there's the frustration when you go back to Instagram and you're like, did anybody like it? Did anybody like it? Did anybody like it? Until you give up on all that and you're like, I'm just going to, this is just a little crumb of a much bigger plan that if I live it and if I do it and I practice it and I put it everywhere and everybody I know knows it, then eventually I'll become the yoga person in everybody's life.
0: I love that you understand that it's a long game. A long, it's long, long, long. Because if you think of
1: it as a short game, I mean, then you get frustrated when things don't happen immediately. And I, I mean, I launched into my business because my full-time job didn't succeed. Mm-hmm. And I was faced with the choice of, do I go and apply for an office job again? Mm-hmm. Or do I take this opportunity that I've laid in bed night after night T- envisioning, dreaming. And I, I said in jest, but it really is true. I made this happen. It's the, my dad always 100%. said, be careful what you wish for because <laughs> if it comes and plops in your lap, you have to be ready for it. Yeah. So I, you know, I sent the message out to the universe that I wanted to, t- what would it be like to teach yoga all the time? What would it be like mm-hmm. to have a business of my own where I teach people that they can find peace and calm in their bodies and their mind. Like, what would that look like? And then boom, didn't expect you did it, it, but here it was, right? And so I had that choice of why not, like, why not try it? So I, I gave myself a year mm-hmm. and I said, I'm going to finish out this year and see what happens. And then, you know, seeing what happened was was a gift. It really was a gift, but it also kind of propelled me into, I just got to try it. I got I to gotta do what Jen Liddy's telling me to do. <laughs> and I'm going to fake it till I make it and then just,
0: you know, live what I'm doing. You know, I was going to ask you, uh, my next question was what strategies or tools helped you even though you had all these limiting thoughts. And what um, I'm hearing is you just took baby steps, first of all. Baby you, steps. You listened to your intuition. You know, Mm -hmm. that you really tapped into the fact that um, you probably had to push out some noise. Like, sometimes there are people around us who are like, What are you crazy for thinking about doing that? Of course, you're going to go get another job. Why do you want to start a business? Sometimes it's really hard for the people around us to support us because they're scared Mm -hmm. for themselves or they're scared for us. So it's like you really went inward. So I hear that that was a tool that you used for yourself. And I Mm -hmm. hear that you took action. Like you didn't know all the hows, but you just took action. Yeah. Well, luckily I, it
1: kind of grew. I didn't one day think, oh, I'm going to become a yoga teacher. Mm -hmm. Like I had been over the past four or five years, I was very involved in taking a lot of classes and I knew a lot of teachers And I went to a lot of different studios because my philosophy is that I can learn a little bit from everybody and I want to see how everybody does it. Mm -hmm. So I had, you know, I poked my head into a lot of doors. And so when it was time to make connections and do some asks, I already had relationships. So I could say, now I have my teaching certificate. You know, if you have any openings, could I do some classes? But then I also created a lot of opportunities. Like I had worked with color guards in my past as an instructor. And so I was able to go and say, can I teach students for free to get some experience for this program? And I had a friend who worked at a winery. So I said, can I do some classes? Like some, you know, we called it wind down yoga. Like, mm-hmm. can we do a little, some classes there? So I kind of made some opportunities. Instead of just waiting for a class to open at a studio, I just said, let me use my network and I'll, I'll do some classes. So that, I think, really helped me to just get out there, that I wasn't waiting, that I just made an opportunity. Yeah. And I was active. Like the place that I was going to, to the gym, um, the owner was very interested in a yoga program, and she saw me being very public about my training and about my interests and so she invited me to create a yoga program at the gym and so you know and then the more i one of the best lessons i learned in graduate school was if you want something tell everyone you know yes. and every company says it differently you know make your top 100 list or mm-hmm. you know email everyone you know everyone you talk to during the holidays talk about what you're doing like when you go to lunch, talk about your interests. But basically, it's putting it into the universe that this is what I want, and then the opportunities will find you.
0: I agree 100%. And
1: so, yeah. And so then people were tagging me on Facebook that, you know, this person's looking for a yoga instructor, mm-hmm. or this person has a job open at the studio. So the opportunities started to, you know, connect. And also, you know, I've been in development for long enough that I knew that you know, casting the seeds out onto the plane, (laughs) you know, some plants will grow. Right. And then I I could choose which opportunities were the best that suited me. And, you know, I also found that people would come to me with an opportunity and it just wasn't quite right for me, but I had a whole cadre of companions that I went through training with. So I was able to say, you know, I can't serve that need for you, but I know the perfect person that would be able to
0: help you to it. So. It just is so, the, the image that keeps coming to my mind, I mean, you just talked about planting the seeds out onto the plane, but like, mm-hmm. this is a garden that you have grown and it is not something that comes up overnight. You know, it it takes planning yes. and dreaming and thought and then tending, you know, and then you invite yes. other, then now you're telling me you've invited other people in and all mm-hmm. other people besides your clients are benefiting from it. Your you're yeah. people who are also other yoga teachers, like it's just quite mm-hmm. a lovely community that you are tending Yes, and I'm. I feel completely blessed to be
1: part of this bigger community and to, you know, be valued. That I am not the teacher for everyone, and right, I think right. that's one of the most important lessons. Is that? And I took it. I started teaching a class that had been t- taught by a woman for a very long time, and I was a new teacher, and I came in and I had a very different style than what she had, and I felt the resistance from the community first off and then I try. I went through the stage where I was trying to be like what oh, yeah. they wanted. Yeah. And then I finally, I was frustrated and I was let down every time I was done. I was like, ugh, that was awful. Yeah. Until one day I was like, why am I trying to be somebody else? I am who I am. And maybe some people are going to hate it, but maybe some people will like it. And like a month later, I had people saying, thank you so much. That was the best class ever. I really love your class. And like, that is like, ah, like the <laughs> Holy grail of whatever you yes, do. Yes. It's, it's fantastic <laughs> to hear that being me was exactly what people needed. Mm-hmm. And that it gives me a little chills, even still thinking about it, that when, whatever business you're in, do you, it's not just a Instagram yeah. post. It is true that the unique way that we bring ourselves to everything we do is inspiring to other people and makes magic. It is internally as well as externally, the people that are your audience will find you and that will stay with you. And I'm pleased to report the attendance in that class, the last (laughs) time I taught it, was like 36 people. So
0: that's big.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it makes me happy to go in and just be me. Well, Kooky and. You've got your Alice yes. in this, right? Like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other yeah. thing I'm hearing you say is that you finally just had to trust that you were enough. You didn't have to be yes. this person or a version of that person mm-hmm. or change who you are. Like, you are enough, and the world needs. Yeah. The Alisonness of you,
1: yeah, and that it was okay for me to not be okay for everybody.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. I'm
1: a perfectionist, so I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to get the best workout they possibly could get. You know, I wanted everybody to like just love me, Mm -hmm. until I was like, you know what, you you may not love me, but I'm going to make sure you're safe. I'm going to make sure I guide you in the best way that I know how, so that you find your place with yourself for 50, 55,
0: 75 minutes. I'm so glad you stuck with it. What advice would you give to another woman entrepreneur who Mm -hmm. needs to put herself out there? She's like, maybe she's struggling or she's waiting for, you know, she's crossing her Her strategy is like crossing her fingers and like waiting for somebody to notice her. And what I've heard you say today is like, I had to make people notice me and I had to do it mm-hmm. by being me. I didn't do it with like shady ways mm-hmm. or things that felt out of alignment. Like people right, right. noticed you for being you. And, but I right. know there are so many women out there who need to put good content into the world and they're so resistant to it. What advice could you give to that woman? Um, A couple things,
1: I would say start with the people closest to you or the people you're most comfortable with. Maybe that is not people that are your family, because sometimes be able to reveal yourself and who you really are to your family is sometimes the most difficult. So maybe there's some friends that you know or some parents, you know, just a, a group that you're comfortable with, whoever those people are, whether you know them well or not, just going to them. And saying, hey, during that discussion that we had, you said you were really interested in trying yoga or trying
0: whatever it brittle, is. Whatever, right, it, right, whatever, whatever it is. It is.
1: Right. And then going back and saying, you know, I, I'm starting my business and I really am trying to get my confidence up. I'm trying to learn. Would you let me lead you and your fellow hygienists at the dentist <laughs> in a yoga practice? Mm-hmm. And all I'm asking in return is that I can get some of your feedback afterwards and then maybe I can take a couple photos for social media. Great. So we do it. I forget halfway through that I'm new at this because I'm just enjoying sharing what I love with other people. And at the end, I created a little survey that had four basic questions. What did you like? What would you change? What did you learn? And what surprised you? Mm. Not, was I a good teacher? Mm -hmm. Did you like the yoga clothes I wore? Like, just what in general terms, I'm not leading you to what you learned. You might have learned that you really like to, you know, I don't know, look at the ceiling of the office, whatever it is. (laughs) And then I always ask people permission to use their quotes. And then, you know, I was able to share the photo and share the quote and post it on my social media or include it in my newsletter or my email blast or just include in a story. So the next person, oh, um, you know, yesterday you mentioned that you want to meditate, but you really don't know how. I'm starting my business and I'm trying to get more practical experience. Can I come to your house and can I lead you in meditation? for free in return for, you know, you to answer my questionnaire for me to be able to take a couple pictures. And then after doing that five times, ta-da! Like, right? I know what works. I know what doesn't work. I know how I have to follow up people. I know what language to use for people. And then to be able to share those social media and things like that, you know, being able to, to, to do that um, to to gain some experience and some exposure.
0: What I'm hearing you say there is, it, that takes courage to do what you just described, but I'm hearing you say, I'm hearing you say, start with the people who can be your cheerleaders. Yes. Start in baby steps and don't mm-hmm. have like enormous expectations of yourself. No, do
1: what you love and do it to the best of your
0: ability mm-hmm. and
1: share Share along the way.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. Is there anything mm-hmm. else that you'd like to share about this idea of being visible and being seen in a new way that might be uncomfortable for, for some people?
1: Social encouragement yeah. I would give for people is I initially thought social media was just advertising.
0: Mm, like
1: making a nice Canva advertisement for my next class. Or, you know, creating a nice sparkly picture that had, you know, here's my website.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And until I learned to start sharing a story, like telling a story, I didn't know what to post on social media. So, you know, I always think of it as three things. It is advertising. It is getting people to class. So there is a way to say, my next workshop is one. sure. Blank. sure. It is sharing what you do. So sharing a photo of the, you know, reunion yoga class that I did with smiling faces and some yoga mats in the picture, like that is part of it. But then also it's the solace that I find on my mat is what helps me to release some of that struggle. Is that what helps me accept myself? And telling that story in different language, in different ways, from different perspectives. I met a client who was really, really struggling with anxiety. And after visiting with her two or three times and doing restorative yoga, I saw the difference in her body telling that story, yes. but personally walking people through, I'm scared. I'm going into an interview today. So I practiced my pranayama in the car before I went into the interview, like mm-hmm. demonstrating the yoga off the mat.
0: Right. right. So kind of like walking the walk.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. By telling my story, by telling other people that I know their story yeah pulling from some of those marketing research stories
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: to be able to use social media to connect with people on an emotional level as well,
0: not just promotion all of the time. It's really relationship building. People mm-hmm. are very savvy yes. today. It's not like it was even three years ago in the marketing world. It's certainly not what it was in two- 2010. It's really people are so smart. Consumers are so smart and they are okay. not going to just trust you because you throw up a, uh, a flyer or because you have a website. Like, they really need to develop the relationship yeah. with you. And I think that you are yes. doing that yeah, beautifully. Yeah. And to see pictures, yeah,
1: to see pictures of
0: your face
1: so that when I go places, people will be like, oh, you're Ginger Tea Yoga Company. I'm like, well, my name's really Allison, but yeah, <laughs> yes. you know, that—that that, yes. that yes. is my page. Or I had a client one time who was like, oh my goodness, I've been following you for years, not for years, for I've been following you for several months and now I'm so excited to have you in class. So just to create a little bit of that look at my face, yeah, which is uncomfortable it's for people. Hard. Sometimes people it's are like, hard. I don't want to... And I I sell granola. Why do I want my face (laughs) all over granola? I know. Because I need to know that you're a person. Exactly. And you have feelings and you have ambitions and you have kids and, you know, you have And that I can relate to you.
0: you. Yes. Yeah. That you understand me. Yes. That's all people want is to be seen and heard. I always say that. So how can, so I follow you on social media and I am always inspired by what you say and what you do. And I love your messaging. I find it very resonant. And so how can other people follow you, even if they don't live in the Syracuse area, they can really benefit from following you. Even just seeing what you post on social media, like you make people's lives better, even if they're never going to take a yoga class from you. That's what I really want you to know. And I think that says a lot about your marketing. Like I might never become to Syracuse and never be able to take a class from Allison, but she makes my life better. Like, wow. Right? That's marketing. Just, That's good marketing. I just I sat up a little bit. <laughs> I saw chair. that you sat up a little <laughs> tighter. Up my, but yeah, I definitely just a little bit on that. So how can people follow you?
1: Yeah. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Ginger Tea Yoga Company. Okay. Uh, I also have a website, GingerTeaYogaCompany.com. company dot com. Mm-hmm. And I try to my Instagram and my Facebook like feed one another. I mm-hmm. am a a, a linker mm-hmm. of my social media. I also do a newsletter and people can sign up with through my website um, in the connect me section for my newsletter and I'm restructuring currently my newsletter to be not only user friendly for me because mm-hmm. I find the, when I get to the email blast of my to-do list, I'm like, ugh, it's going to take so long. <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm trying to rework it in a way that's much more visual and mm-hmm. clickable for people, but also, more relevant so just mm-hmm. te- teach some more teach some lessons but share some more learning so, so offer people. them
0: some value yeah. in their inbox yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like when i get my email from adrian from yoga with adrian every mm-hmm. sunday she's talking to me it's mm-hmm. like a love letter to mm-hmm. me and it's just it's something that i take a moment to read oh, so i'm trying so to great. figure out a, by, a way through that but mostly um through instagram and through facebook Great. are my most
0: active, active Great. points so, I hope, well i encourage yeah. i encourage everybody listening and watching to go find allison ginger tea yoga company on the socials because she can just make you feel really like she, you'll start to breathe again when you read her posts so Aww, thanks, thank you Thank Thank you, you thanks for being with me today. I loved this interview and what I love is that you are walking the walk and like doing the stuff so that you can be seen so that you can become the yoga person that people are gonna say, oh, you need yoga? Go talk to Allison. she's your girl.
1: Yes, yes, thank you so much. This was like a dream come true.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Allison. Thanks for joining me today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the Idea Space in your podcast app And tell that friend of yours who needs some help getting where she wants to go. I'd be so appreciative if you left a review because then we can help more women create the space for their ideas too. Go to JenLiddy.com forward slash free to grab the many free resources there to help you move forward. And I will see you next time. Bye.